It's another episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Hi, I'm Jerry Williams. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day today. Today, we're going to go back to the archives for another artist interview, this time with Luke Smallbone, who is part of the group for King and Country. And I'll also be sharing some memories about the late Whitey Ford, New York Yankee pitching great. But first, this week's good news. Well, Libby's is assuring us that there should be no shortage of pumpkin this holiday season. Though because of the weather, their harvest was a little later than usual. They put on Twitter recently that they expect to be shipping plenty of pumpkin by mid-October. There were some worrisome signals that the shelves were missing canned pumpkin for those Thanksgiving pumpkin pies. But that is on their way. Another holiday treat that seems to be missing from store shelves, Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. And Little Debbie has said they're going to be delayed this year. They're usually in stores by now, but it will be probably the first or second week in November before they get there. Now, I got to tell you, I recall, and I could be wrong, my memory is not as good as it used to be, but I recall just in the past couple of weeks seeing these Little Debbie Christmas tree snack cakes in stores. I'm guessing that if this is indeed true, that they haven't shipped any yet for this year, that those were last year's snack cakes. If you are listening to this podcast the day it comes out, on Monday, the 19th of October, 2020, then the World Series begins tomorrow, on Tuesday, October the 20th. Now, as I record this segment, we still don't know who's going to be in the World Series. Both the American League and National League Championship Series are still going on, But at least we've narrowed it down to four teams. The American League will either send the Tampa Bay Rays or the Houston Astros, whoever wins that series. And the National League will be represented by either the Atlanta Braves or the Los Angeles Dodgers. The World Series is a best-of-seven game series. That means the first team to win four games wins the World Series. And if it goes the full seven games, it will be over on Wednesday, October the 28th. If you check the show notes on this episode, you're going to see a link to an auction website. That's where you can get information about the original Rudolph and Santa puppets from the Stop Action Christmas special, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They are being auctioned off, and that auction begins on November the 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, they are still movable, functional. These were the puppets used in the actual production of that classic TV show. And Rudolph's nose still lights up. They are expected to bring in between $150,000 and $250,000. Hey, my Beekeeper Association finally figured out that we could meet via Zoom. We haven't had a Beekeeper Association meeting since like March. And I was starting to wonder if we'd ever get back. But we did so this past week. Uh, It was our first meeting since March, thanks to COVID-19. And that brings us to this week's honeybee story. Did you know that every state in America, with the exception of Iowa and Michigan, has an official insect? And some have an official butterfly and an official agricultural insect. I don't know what is wrong with Michigan and Iowa. They just must not like bugs. Well, 19 states have named the honeybee as their state insect, making it the number one state insect in America. The monarch butterfly is a distant second with six states.
It is another From the Archive artist interview on this episode of Life with Jerry Williams. And on this episode, we are going back to January 2016 for a phone interview I did with Luke Smallbone of the act for King and Country. At that time, for King and Country was on the Winter Jam tour. I believe they were headlining the tour, and they were just really picking up steam as a group. They were beginning to get some mainstream attention. So we talk a little bit about the attention that the group has been getting. Some of the goofy stunts they were pulling and and uh, chronicling via video on their YouTube channel. The concert was coming to Atlanta where I am based just south of Atlanta. And the radio station I work at, the Joy FM, was uh, going to be promoting Winter Jam. And we were going to be present at the event. It was taking place the day before the Super Bowl in 2016. And, of course, that gets us on a little yet very short discussion on American football. The Small Bones hail from Australia. So here is that conversation from the archives Luke Smallbone of the group for King and Country. So how have you been, my friend? I don't know if you remember me. Uh, we have met, but it's been probably years. I remember you best from running around backstage at some of your sister shows <laughs> when she was like 16. So I've known her and your dad like forever. Um, yeah. And you guys are have you, done we're, some we're, stuff with are us. Are we just showing our age in this conversation? Yeah. Or what, what are we doing For, here? <laughs> probably. Well, I'll, I'll edit that part out. I'll edit that part I'm out. Just, I'm being silly. I'm being silly. Now, are, are you stationary? Or are you in a bus going somewhere? I am, I am on the bus, and uh, we're, we're just at the venue kind of hanging out until uh, oh. get things uh, get things going earlier. Very good. Now, you're going to be yeah. here the day before the Super Bowl. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to be there together, and we're going to talk all about our, our knowledge of American football and see how we go. Well, it's going to be a very short conversation if you're having it with me. <laughs> Why? So who do you root for? I am not a football. I don't follow football at all. I'm, I'm a baseball guy. Okay. So during, when, you, when, when you're not a football guy during the Super Bowl in America, what do you do? Do you just pretend as if you know what's going on, or do you just claim it, or do you not enjoy the event how do you handle it uh, you know to be honest i can't even tell you the last time i turned on a super bowl game i don't even watch it for the commercials uh, i don't Man. attend parties and so uh, when people talk about it like at the office the next day i just go back to my office and get other work done <laughs> i have a lot of admiration for you that's impressive well i appreciate that i'm glad someone appreciates it <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, now, you guys have been doing some wacky stuff here lately. People have been forwarding me uh, videos of you. Uh, was it a, in a taxi cab or an Uber ride that you were in the back seat uh, and singing along and the driver started yeah, singing man. with you? So we, yeah, so Enterprise, uh, we did this oh, that's what it was. fun little car rental um, song performance thing, and uh, we uh, got in a car with a, a man who was familiar with our music and uh, we did a we did a song together uh where we sung our our song fix my eyes and he was familiar with that and so we we kind of gave him the shot to sing it with us for for a little bit and it was a really neat experience we were in uh, in California and Napa Valley and uh, it was really uh, it was a really special thing and then didn't you do something on an airplane <laughs> yeah. at like 35,000 feet then or we something went, well after that we went 
to uh, we we had a show in Jacksonville, Florida, and we were flying down there, and uh, we we did a concert at thirty five thousand feet with uh, with Southwest Airlines, which I've never done anything like that in my life. It was actually very interesting, and uh, it was a little bumpy, so it was kind of funny because you know <laughs> then you get up you get up and the fasten seatbelt signs off, and you can tell the captain are kind of wanting us to do this song, but it's starting to get a little bouncy. I felt like a flight attendant for a while, you know, just <laughs> navigating the uh, navigating the bumps and all. Oh, man. Now, you you guys have been just on fire the last, what, year, year and a half? As man, far as I... people knowing who you are, you've been getting a lot of mainstream coverage on a lot of the late-night talk shows and, and things like that. How did that get going for you, and how are you dealing with that? How are you keeping your head in the midst of all this attention? Well, I, I think the way it came about it is it's a, one of those strange things i think it's kind of maybe similar for you how do you even get started in radio how do you get started in music how do you get started in all these things? there's things that happen along the way that you can't really explain and i'm thankful for that because when you can't explain it you know god's in the midst of it and that's uh that, that's a good thing for us and so really our goal is to write the best music possible and uh, you know we we want to write songs about our life our love for god our love for our wives, I've written songs about my, my kids. You know, that, that, those are the types of things that we write songs about. And so sometimes there's a song that comes along that, that has uh, an appeal maybe in a, in a different arena, a different area, and, uh, that, and people pick it up and, and they, they see how it goes. So we've, we've had those opportunities. I think as far as how you keep your head straight, I, I think obviously you've, you've got to be aware of what you're doing and the reason of, as to why you're doing it. The reason why I do music at all is because I believe that there's hope in this music. And, and look, if people on, on the, the other side that we can consider the, the secular, the mainstream uh, side of things, uh, pick this, these, this music up, they need to hear this stuff. And so uh, I think that to keep our heads you know, screwed on straight, you understand why we're doing it and the purpose behind it. But also, man, I'm married with kids. And so I wake up in the morning uh, most times when I'm changing diapers and, and being dad. And I think that's, I think that's the best way to keep things uh, into perspective. That, that will certainly, a dirty diaper will certainly do that for you. <laughs> exactly. So quickly, I'll have you for another couple of minutes. Just tell me what we can expect from you guys uh, in particular for King and & Country and just in general with Winter Jam coming to the Georgia Dome on the 6th of February. Well, man, we very, very fortunate to be closing out the night. Uh, we, we've, you know, it, when you get to do the, these tours, you get to dream up, you know, crazy fun ideas of what you think would be an entertaining show, what would be attention getting, what would be a memory, what would be a special moment, and and really the, the thirty five minutes that we're up there on stage for is is uh, thirty five minutes. I'm I'm just very proud proud to be a part of the team that's built what we've built, uh, which is a, a show that I think is, is God-honoring, that, that is uh, entertaining, it's fun, and, and one that hopefully people will remember. How, how do you narrow down your set to 35 minutes? How do you decide what to, <laughs> what to play and what, what to leave out? You know, it's usually pretty obvious. Like, when you go do your own tours, you know, you're going to play for an hour, 15, hour, 30 People know all of your music at that point, you know, like they're, they're the ones who are, are the real fans. They're the ones who are really into what you're doing. And, and you can really kind of do what, you know, play, play track eight or nine on your album. And they know that. And mm. so when you come and do these types of tours where it's, it, you know, there's, you know, 10 or 11 bands, and there's 
a lot going on. You really, um, you really, uh, the, the fan dictates that, to be totally honest. The songs that, I mean, that you guys have played on the radio, the ones that are more familiar, those are the ones that the fans want to hear. They don't want to hear a song that they have, you know, they've never heard in their life or uh, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. So you usually can figure out pretty well based off of just singles and songs that have been around for a little while, what songs connect and, and what songs don't. And, and you really try and pick the best uh, crop of songs and, and you play those ones. That's a great answer. Great answer. Is there anything I did not ask you about that you wanted to address? No, you're all good, but I did want to apologize. I was not, I was messing around with you when we when we started. I wasn't upset or anything about the, uh, the question about how long we had been doing uh, music together. I, I hope you didn't take that as I was being upset or anything. Oh no 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 not at all not at all no when okay. I, when I, I, when, when I, I when I mentioned you being a little kid I was hoping that you would take that in the spirit which it was meant to <laughs> no oh, okay, man I good. didn't I, no I felt, I felt bad because I thought that you thought I was serious I was like no 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 I'm oh no no okay good no not at all not at all brother well, I, I appreciate that Jerry no thank you for uh, taking the time and the interview was great so I, uh, I appreciate it and will we be seeing you at the event oh yeah oh yeah we will be yeah, there you, you're just trying to you're just trying to forget the Super Bowl is even happening so that's we'll right. Be there with bells on right <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> whitey ford passed away a little over a week ago on thursday october the 8th 2020 he was 91 just 13 days shy of his 92nd birthday edward charles whitey ford Pitch for the New York Yankees from 1950 through 1967, missing the 1951 and 52 seasons to serve in the United States Army during the Korean War. He only appeared in seven games during his final season. But during that time, he was the undisputed ace of the Yankees pitching staff, appearing in 11 World Series and setting what was then a record for consecutive scoreless innings in the World Series, 29 and two-thirds innings. He won the Cy Young Award in 1961, back when they only gave out one Cy Young Award for all of Major League Baseball instead of one per league as they do now. And he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1974. I grew up in New Jersey. I was there from 1960 until 1974, and during that time I attended a number of games at Yankee Stadium and watched hundreds more on TV, and I saw Whitey pitch in person and on television numerous times. I don't remember ever praying for Whitey Ford. So many hours spent watching and marveling at the way he played the game, and not once, at least to my recollection, did I ever stop to thank God for the joy I experienced because he had thusly gifted this man. Worse, I do not remember ever once praying for him, asking God to touch his heart and draw this man to himself. I don't know what kind of relationship Whitey Ford may have had with God. Back in August of 1977, a year out of high school, I was still living at home, and by this time we were in Wheeling, West Virginia. A letter arrived from a dear friend back in New Jersey, Kay Knight. Kay had spent years in India as a missionary, and when she returned to the States in the early 60s, she attended the church my father was pastoring. She became my first non-relative hero of the faith. Well, in this particular letter, Kay commented on the passing of Elvis Presley just a few days earlier. I still remember what she said. Elvis has died. I never prayed for him. 
How far does our responsibility go? Well, that question that Kay asked years ago haunts me still whenever someone like Whitey Ford dies. Someone who has brought some measure of enjoyment to my life. Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. Well, now, if Jesus wants us to pray for those who persecute us, how much more would he expect us to pray for those who have enriched our lives to some degree? I don't know that I ever did pray for Charles Edward Ford. Today, I wish I had. And from here on, whenever I find myself enjoying a baseball game or an athlete's performance, a a song on the radio, a movie, or a book, I'm going to try and remember to thank God for the person responsible and for the talent God gifted them with, and that those people would come to know the author of their rare talents, if they don't already. Now, I'm not sure that doing that little bit is as far as Jesus has in mind, but it is a lot closer than what I've been doing up until now. Well, thank you so much for listening to Life with Jerry Williams. That's going to about wrap it up for this episode. In the show notes of this episode, you're going to find a couple of links. One is to one of the videos we referenced in the interview with Luke Smallbone. It's of the Fort King and Country concert aboard a Southwest Airlines flight 30,000 feet above the earth. For some reason, I wasn't able to locate the video with the Enterprise rental car guy that's been taken off the internet for some reason. I don't know if Enterprise had problems with it, but it's no longer available as far as I can tell. And I really looked diligently. I also have a link to the website where they are auctioning off the Rudolph and Santa puppets from the classic 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer stop action TV special. These are the original puppets that were used in the production of that TV show. So you'll find that link in the show notes as well. Please do subscribe to the podcast. That way you won't miss an episode. It will show up in your podcast feed right wherever you get your podcasts. And if your platform allows, consider giving us a a five-star rating, maybe a review. That will help other people find the podcast as well. And if you ever have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can email me. It's very simple, podcast at jerrywilliamsmedia.com. Another new episode coming out every Monday. Thanks again for listening to Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast.